These are the Daily Tech headlines for Thursday, September 7th, 2017. I'm Tom Merritt. Coming up, Facebook hands over evidence to a U.S. special prosecutor. Amazon is taking requests for a proposed second headquarters in North America. And Atlassian, the makers of HipChat, get into competition with Slack. Facebook handed over evidence to U.S. Special Prosecutor Robert Mueller that $100,000 was spent on 3,000 ads over a two-year period ending May 2017 by a campaign to promote divisive social and political messages. The campaign directed users toward accounts created by the Internet Research Agency located in St. Petersburg, Russia. The accounts have been shut down. The news came the same day the Wall Street Journal reported Facebook claimed it could reach 41 million 18 to 24-year-olds in the U.S., while the official U.S. Census reports only 31 million people of that age exist in the country. Amazon announced it is taking requests for proposals, good old-fashioned RFPs, from cities to become the home of a second headquarters for the company in North America. Amazon says that HQ2, as it calls it, would be as big or bigger than the main headquarters in Seattle. Amazon says employees would be allowed to choose which headquarters to work out of. Atlassian, the makers of HipChat, Jira, and Trello, introduced its team communications app, Stride. The product takes chat and adds hosted videos and audio meetings, task and decision tracking, and a focus mode for collecting important notifications. Stride will roll out gradually on the web, Mac OS, iOS, Windows, Android, and Linux. The app is free to use with limited history and $3 per user per month for unlimited messages and file storage. ZDNet's Mary Jo Foley reports Adobe Sign is now Microsoft's preferred e-signature service across Office 365 and Dynamics 365. And Microsoft Teams is now the preferred collaboration service for Adobe Creative Cloud, Document Cloud, and Experience Cloud. Adobe is making Microsoft Azure its preferred hosting platform for Adobe Sign as well. Preferred, however, does not mean exclusive. Ookla, which runs SpeedTest, released its report on the U.S. mobile broadband speeds in the first half of 2017. Average download speed in the U.S. is 22.7 megabits per second, up 19% from the same period in 2016, and ranking the U.S. 44th in the world for download speed, just behind Fiji and Germany. T-Mobile USA was ranked fastest at 23.2 megabits per second, followed by Verizon, AT&T, and then Sprint, though Sprint did improve speeds 24% over the previous year. Recently, Root Metrics ranked Verizon as the fastest in the U.S. Bloomberg reports Apple and Warner Music have reached a new deal for putting songs on Apple Music and the iTunes Store. Sources say Apple will pay a smaller percentage of sales from Apple Music subscribers than it did under the previous deal. Spotify recently closed new deals at reduced rates as well, making subscriber growth guarantees. Apple is also supposedly near a new deal with Sony Music Entertainment as well. Mashable confirmed that Instagram is testing a feature that will let users share Instagram stories on Facebook. If a user is part of the test, you'll see an option in Instagram to share your story to Facebook Story as well. U.S. District Judge F. Dennis Saylor of Massachusetts dismissed a libel suit brought by Dr. Shiva Ayudurai against TechDirt's Mike Masnick over a story about the invention of email. Dr. Ayudurai created software called Email in 1978 and claims the title of inventor of email. Masnick's story on TechDirt called Dr. Ayudurai a fraud and liar and his claims fake. Gawker settled similar claims with Dr. Ayuduride previously by paying $750,000. Judge Saylor ruled that there is not a single objective definition of email, and therefore Masnick's assertions could not be proved false. A plaintiff must prove a statement false and malicious in order to carry a charge of defamation or libel. Dr. Ayuduride intends to appeal the decision. 
Scientists from China's Zhejiang University have published research demonstrating it is possible to activate voice assistants like Siri and Amazon by using ultrasound inaudible to humans. The researchers converted normal spoken commands into frequencies higher than 20 kilohertz. 16 voice control systems, including Siri, Google Now, Samsung, S-Voice, Cortana, Alexa, and a number of in-car interfaces responded. The researchers call it the dolphin attack. Google has responded to an online petition from Belinda Bradley to make Google Maps more useful for people with disabilities. Google has started a YouTube series to educate its community of local guides on how to add things like wheelchair accessibility to maps. A series of meetups is also scheduled. You can find out more about becoming a local guide for Google Maps at maps.google.com slash local guides. John Deere announced it will pay $305 million to acquire Blue River Technology, a developer of crop spraying equipment that uses machine learning. A sprayer uses computer vision to identify weeds and only spray herbicide where needed. That'll save the farmer a little money. Blue River is also developing a bot for lettuce thinning and a quadcopter imaging system for data collection from fields. This will give John Deere a 60-person team in Silicon Valley. Hey, Tom. Jeremy checking in from Nashville. Uh, just thought I would call in about Amazon's recent announcement to build HQ2 and the buzz it's created around here. Uh, Amazon has a warehouse and distribution center already nearby, so uh, many people are thinking that helps Nashville's chances of potentially drawing Amazon here to build their HQ2. Uh, that coupled with the fact Tennessee does not have state income tax, which draws a lot of attention from high-level executives. Um, leads me to believe that Nashville has a pretty good chance of maybe landing HQ2, or at least being considered for it. Anyways, uh, love the show, keep up the good work, and that's me checking in from Nashville. Hey, thanks, Jeremy. I actually would uh, love to hear from a few others. If you think your city, maybe in Canada, maybe in Mexico, your North American city should be the location of Amazon HQ and why. One thing about Tennessee, though, they've got those rules against municipal broadband. I don't know if that'll affect Amazon's decision or not. But on the same token, they have some of the fastest Internet in the country, places like Chattanooga. So that doesn't help Nashville, I know. But very interesting to hear. And I would be interested to see if Amazon considers Nashville or even ends up there. Thanks for the call, Jeremy. And thanks to everybody for listening. Don't forget, you can support the show at patreon.com slash DTNS. We'll talk to you next time.